0: fight back with libby's nimer on zoomer radio with guest host Jane Brown.
1: In for Libby until Thursday. She'll return on Thursday. There are new concerns being expressed about the state of Toronto's transit from members of a nonpartisan advocacy group. The report from Code Red T.O. points to vulnerability and underfunding when the TTC is compared with other similar networks around the world. Author Cameron McLeod is here with us to discuss. Hi, Cameron. Hello, how are you? I'm fine. Now, you say the TTC is at risk. How so?
2: Well, to be honest, we don't have a resilient enough funding structure. So over two-thirds of the TTC's operating budget comes from the tokens and fares and Presto cards that we tap every day. And that's far and away more than any other city we looked at across North America. Uh, Most cities, especially in the U.S., fund uh, their transit systems far more, a majority from things like dedicated sales taxes, fuel taxes, Parking levies and other government subsidies. And having dedicated sources like that just means that they can have better plans for their budget that don't get thrown up in the air if there's a disruption from the, uh, the fare box.
1: And then what happens? Yeah, so what happens with the fares that come in, say, in New York City? Uh, you also studied LA, Chicago, Houston, Philadelphia, San Diego, Dallas, Calgary, Montreal. Uh, where do, Where does the money from fares go for those systems or for some of those systems?
2: Yeah, so I mean fares are an important component. We've got to pay for transit and that's that's something that, you know, it's very rare to find free transit anywhere in the world actually. But what we see is that in a lot of cities, there are other things that are independent because we know that transit is a useful public service, even if the ridership isn't there. For example, in a specific portion of the city, we still run the bus because it's important for that community. Uh, you know, uh, Boston, Chicago, Houston, and L.A. all have dedicated sales taxes. Uh, in L.A., they actually had three referendums to approve the sales tax to go towards transportation and transit. Other cities use gas and fuel taxes, parking levies. Every transit system charges parking at their parking lot, but that's a tiny amount of money. And to be honest, we're decades behind, so we need to figure out how we're going to pay for the transit system we pretend we want.
1: I'd like to hear from Zoomer Radio listeners who are also TTC riders, Go Train riders, your experience, what you would like to see money spent on, what you feel is really missing in terms of your individual commute and how long it takes you, what you uh, observe on the, the bus ride, the, the subway ride every day. 416-3600-740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Um, Cameron, who's at fault here? The city, the province, the feds? Uh, To be honest, it's all of us.
2: We have decades of uh, different political parties and different mayors and different councils uh, who have been rewarded for keeping taxes low and kind of resting on our laurels. And it's really popular to vote for a discount and to vote for things being cheaper, which is what we've done around property taxes, whereas fares have gone up uh, over eighty seven point five percent in the last 20 years, far ahead of Canadian and Ontario inflation. Uh, you know riders on, of the transit system, uh, both both Gotrains and TTC have been paying more while others have, have not been contributing as much. Uh, and that's uh, that's created a bit of an imbalance.
1: I do want to hear about your recommendations because that's how we learn and move on, but I also want to talk about some of the other complaints before we get there. You found you found Toronto has the second highest public transit ridership in all of North America despite the lowest subsidy rate of any North American city.
2: That, that's right. Yeah, we've and uh, it's it's in U.S. and Canada. Uh, just to be clear, so the North North America, I guess I want to make sure I'm clear on that. Um, and we've built up a really strong system, but uh, a lot of that building happened decades ago. And since then, we haven't done a lot. We've built some very expensive tunnels uh, within uh, now the 905 and within the inner suburbs of Toronto. And those are very useful for those riders that are traveling those routes, but they eat up so much budget that we've had to cancel and delay a lot of other things. Back in the 80s, we had a relief line that was approved and on the map, and it was cancelled mm-hmm. because of funding reasons, and instead, you know, only the Shepherd subway was built. And that's useful for those Shepherd riders, but to be honest, there's not a lot of them. And we're so behind, we maybe need to work harder on our prioritization.
1: What about what Mayor Toria has planned in terms of Transit City, which was relabeled a bit during this last municipal campaign? <sighs>
2: So, I mean, uh, you know, uh, 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 there was the, uh, the Transit City Light Rail Network. There's notorious uh, Smart Track. Uh, sorry, sorry uh, I, mean, I mean, mean, Smart and, Track. Yeah, Transit sensible. City yeah. was
1: David Miller, right. Right, and, <laughs> yeah. and all
2: of these all of these are, are useful things. And the key is, if we have a limited funding envelope, we've got to figure out where to spend the money to get the most bang for our buck. Uh, and if we spend all the money on very low usage Uh, as opposed to on higher priority items, then it's very hard for our system to keep developing, for ridership to grow and for our economy to stay healthy.
1: Let's talk about um, the TTC and who you say it benefits more. You're talking about, uh, you said there's been a lot of emphasis on the suburbs and not as much on the core network. Also, with uh, higher incomes, you say that people, riders with higher incomes are benefited more by the TTC. Is And, and in what way is that? Because they can afford to pay more?
2: yeah one thing that i want that we wanted to call out is that while ridership is dropping our metro pass, our monthly passes are quite expensive compared to other cities and it means that if someone wants to have a metro pass, they have to decide that they want it and they have to have 146 dollars ready to go at the beginning of the month in order to gain that benefit whereas if someone's taking the go train they don't have to make that decision they can actually just ride the train using their Presto card and they automatically get a monthly discount once they ride enough so when we talk about fair integration, it's not about necessarily the price. It's about just having consistent policies. And if someone doesn't have $146 on the first day of the month, we shouldn't punish them and force them to spend maybe more than $146 piece by piece. Well, as that's they go interesting. The
1: month. So you're saying even within the Metro Lakes system, go-transit riders have a better deal than TTC riders? In some ways they do. That's right.
2: And so when we talk about fair integration, we want to think, you know, maybe a shared set of policies. Would allow that benefit to accrue across riders. Right now, if you don't have a Metro Pass, if you run out of money towards the end of the month, you stop taking transit. You make different decisions because you don't have the cash. Whereas with a GoTrain and a Presto card, you probably take transit more because it's free at the end of the month. You're profiting from the setup.
1: All right, let's talk about recommendations. Uh, certainly, we're hearing your perspective about what could be improved. Let's get specific about that because that's that's where the politicians, uh, the people who are running transit, they need to hear those recommendations and, and almost change course by the sounds of things.
2: Uh, maybe a little bit. You know, we need a more resilient funding structure with significant dedicated revenue sources. Uh, people across North America are more supportive of new taxes if they know what it's for. So things like sales taxes, and parking levies and gas taxes could bring a big chunk of money that will help build up and support operations for the transit network regardless of who's operating it and what it's called um we need to be more realistic about our focus on tunnels not everything has to be underground and that costs us a lot of extra money that could be used to help the people who are in full buses on lawrence and dufferin and Field. you know they're, they're chugging along in traffic And maybe we could build something better, you know, dedicated bus lanes, BRT, light rail, and subway, depending on what's needed in each area. Um, Making the MetroPass more accessible through fare capping is one that I mentioned. And then there's other stuff, too, around things like we need new lines. You know, the, the relief line is urgently required. But right now, a signal problem means that, you know, half the city suddenly doesn't have a subway line because the trains can't move. And so we need ways for riders to route around problems. We need new lines. And we need a governance structure that has all these different groups and stakeholders talking to each other. Right now, there's a locked door between the TTC and Metrolinx. And while Metrolinx owns Presto and controls that fare card, TTC is actually the biggest user of the Presto card. But they have very little influence over what it actually does. And so that that creates... Uh, you know, uh, there's no incentive there for them to get along and to figure out problems together that will benefit the region as a whole.
1: Cameron, we only have uh, less than a minute to go here. Are you getting any kind of reaction from your Code Red TO report? You know, I think of Mayor Tory, and he does make a good point that we've we've discussed enough what the best route is going to be for Toronto with the best plans. We need to actually get building. Uh, Are you getting any kind of backlash so far? I know the report is fairly, new. Uh, It's fairly new and really our goal is to get better information out there because it's
2: not our it's not our place to tell everybody here you have to do this but we've got to be honest about what's possible and we have to decide do we really want the TTC to be a strong transit network like it has been or do we want it to wither just to save a little bit on various taxes.
1: We appreciate your expertise thank you for uh, the time. No problem. Thank you, Jim. Author Cameron McLeod, author of a new report from Code Red T.O., a nonpartisan advocacy group about the state of Toronto's transit.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.